0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, welcome to World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also coming to you on Sirius XM. And a big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening. Also on the American Forces Network, I'm your host, Nick Gieber. What a day today in the Champions League. Uh, in a absolute shocker of a day, Manchester United find themselves eliminated from the group stages of the Champions League and now find themselves relegated to the Europa League. Uh, let's talk about the impact and what that means. In the same group, weirdness abounds as the match between Paris Saint-Germain and Istanbul, Besiktas broke. Players walked off the pitch. Supposedly, uh, the uh, one of the sideline officials made a racist remark towards an assistant coach on Istanbul, and both uh, Istanbul w- then walked off the pitch, and then PSG followed. Game is delayed, potentially postponed. We don't know what's happened. It's largely irrelevant. Manchester United are gone, so it will be... Red Bull and PSG coming out of that group. But let's go through all the groups that we had today and then let's preview groups A, B, C and D. They'll be playing tomorrow. Let's talk about who needs what, when, how and why. Of course, a lot of these teams through already. So let's talk about that. Also, a couple other stories. Major League Soccer are claiming they have lost all sorts of money during this pandemic. I want to talk about the MLS business model and why I think MLS is potentially a bubble that could be very nearly close to popping. So much to get to today. Find me on Twitter at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I am going to take a break in just a second, but before I do, I want to let you know that we are presented by BetOnline.ag. Let BetOnline.ag be your online sportsbook experts. And if you miss any part of this show, which I know you are loath to do, you can find the replay at our podcast network, which is the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, podcast network. Uh, check us out. A lot of other great football programming as well there, including uh, BSI, the podcast, and the Shep Messing Daily Cast. Check them both out along with this show, of course. All right, time to take a break. I'm going to gather my thoughts, my notes. Let's get ready. Let's have a chin wag when we come back on World Soccer Radio. All right, welcome you back to World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Gieber. It is a fascinating Champions League match day today. We're going to get into it in some detail coming up on the show. By the way, I am with you each and every weekday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Then again on Sports Overnight America at midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern Time. For you really early birds out there, Uh, we talk the global game every weekday right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM, American Forces, iHeartRadio, in the award-winning Sirius XM app, and of course, our podcast at the Believe Podcast Network. We are presented by betonline.ag. And while you can't necessarily get into the games that you want to see, and particularly if you're in the UK, and you want to see a Premier League match, a very limited amount of people left in, depe- let, let in, depending on the tier of COVIDness that your area is in. But never fear, while you might not be at the game this year, you can still be in on the action. And with the NFL season in full swing, if you like to bet a little NFL football, it's a great time for you. Look, they have game spreads and totals, they've got team, player, and coaching props as well. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Plus, they've got this online casino. It's open 24 hours, just like the casinos here in my hometown of Las Vegas. Head over to BetOnline.ag today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag. Sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And as I always say, have a little fun betting online and betting on sport. Just have it as your entertainment and not a lifestyle. Okay. Uh, Before we get into the Champions League action today, and of course, if you are watching the Champions League, you're riveted to it, CBS, great coverage. I want to congratulate them once again. I love this new streaming world we live in. You can see every match, replays. It's your choice. You get to pick and choose. The price is hard to beat, Certainly better than what I used to pay for my Direct TV, like 100 and and something dollars a month for a shoddy TV service. I've cut the cord at least the last close to two years now, and haven't regretted it whatsoever. But all the football I can eat: uh, ESPN Plus, CBS Interactive, Peacock. Uh, Then I've got my Hulu Live TV, so I get NBC, SN, all the live stuff on NBC, and my live NBC, the live NBC match on my local NBC I get as well in the Premier League. I get all the football I could possibly want streaming at a cost, a fraction of where it was before. And the reason that I bring all this up isn't that I like to gloat and stick up the middle finger or the two fingers, depending on what part of the world you're at, uh, to AT&T and... DirecTV, although that does give me a certain amount of satisfaction. I bring it up because Major League Soccer have just announced that they are in dire financial straits. They they have lost close to a billion dollars with the lockdown due to the pandemic, the lack of playing uh, with the league, the fact the league had to stop and then restart under a bubble. And of course, if you've seen the ratings of MLS's back, it's, the, it's horrendous. And I know we're in the playoffs and we're coming through to the end of the season, but they are really bad. The ratings are terrible. People are not tuning in. And please, if you are a fan of Major League Soccer, don't take this the wrong way. I am not being critical of your team or your love or your fandom of your team or your passion for your team. And nothing ever can take that away from you, whether you're watching Major League Soccer, whether you're watching... A USL team, whether you're watching uh, your kids' team play or you're watching a team in the Premier League, your love for your club is your, is your love for your club no matter what. The point that I'm making, though, is that MLS have a big problem because their business model is driven so much by fan attendance because their ratings are not good because they're not a top league in the world. If you look at the Premier League, I mean, yeah, they're, they're hurting. Don't get me wrong. But it's that TV money that provides the bulk of the revenue for Premier League clubs and the gate revenue provides the other part of it, but not the lion's share of it. So uh, teams in big leagues, in major leagues, not just because they're called major leagues, real major leagues, can survive and weather the pandemic. And it's tough and it's not easy. And I'm not suggesting that it's all rosy. But Major League Soccer, who derive such a small portion of their revenue from television revenue, uh, are in big trouble. And I'm not sure what the solution is for MLS. And I certainly think that the vaccine for COVID cannot come soon enough. Because unless they can put butts in seats, and it's been a long haul for Major League Soccer, it has been a really long road that they have taken to get where they're at, where they are filling stadiums. And it's to their credit, by the way. But it shows you that Major League Soccer is still a localized and regionalized sport and has yet become to become a national sport here in the U.S. Forget about marketing it globally. And by that I mean... Look, I, I, I just tuned in to Manchester United playing Red Bull Leipzig. I am not a fan of either team. Over the weekend I tuned into all sorts of matches that did not did not involve my club, Liverpool. Why? Because I am a fan of the league as well as a fan of my club. I have an interest, a keen interest in what happens all over the league, all over the sport. That is not the case, I believe, with Major League Soccer. Because the United States is so big. Why would somebody in, let's just say Iowa, the middle of Iowa, in um, Des Moines, Iowa, have any vested interest whatsoever? in tuning into a Major League Soccer match. Now, Des Moines, Iowa, okay, I I, I will agree. It is not a hub of, uh, it, it is not a large media market. But I use it as an example. Why would someone in Las Vegas or someone in, I don't know, I'm, I'm coming, uh, coming up with uh, with cities without MLS teams, and there are a lot of them, gary indiana i suppose you like uh, uh the chicago fire then right what's their motivation to tune into the league if you don't have a local team that you're invested in that you go to the stadium that you see that becomes your passion and becomes your life there's no reason why you should tune into the league and because of that the league's television ratings suffer mls is a regional localized league this is not a criticism of the league. It's just a fact as to what it is. There is no solution to this. If MLS wants to become a truly global national league, it has to do what the NFL and the NBA and MLB do, which and the NHL, which is be the world's best league at that sport. And in order to do that, they can't worry about losing a billion dollars for the pandemic. They have to be prepared to push incredible amounts of money into these clubs in order to make them the best clubs in the world. And that's not gonna happen because that has never been M- uh, MLS's modus operandi. They've always been a league that has been managed fiscally tight. And, and and one might say responsibly, I'm trying to be balanced here, please. Don't take me the wrong way. Because I think if it hadn't have been, we wouldn't even have Major League Soccer here in this country uh, some, what, 20 years nearly since, or more than 20 years since it started. So there's good. you got to take the good with the bad, but the reality is MLS is suffering badly during the pandemic. What can you do if you're a fan and a supporter of MLS? You know what you can do? You can make damn sure that when the stadia reopens, you go to the matches, you buy the tickets, buy the merch, help your club. I know they're owned by billionaires and all the rest of this stuff, but they don't run them like that. And they need your support. And you need to support him as best you can with your wallet. All right, that's uh, my thoughts on it. Uh, I think maybe the outcome of that segment was a little bit of a surprise to people that have been listening to me over the decades about Major League Soccer. But yes, get out, support your team, support the league. You need to because they're struggling. All right, when I come back, let's talk about the Champions League. Let's talk about Tuesday's surprise matches on World Soccer Radio. All right. Well, look, before we get on with the rest of the show, I wanted to highlight a couple of other shows on our podcast network. I know you're probably listening to me on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network or SiriusXM, but we are on the Believe Podcast Network. This show, as soon as it's over, you can check it out there if you miss any of it. But there are a couple other shows I want to tell you about on the network. First, there's BSI the podcast. This is hosted by former and current USL and MLS players, Benny Failhaber, Sal Zizo, and Ike Opara. BSI the podcast, it's a great show. Uh, The hosts call up a weekly guest. They talk football, current events, uh, restaurants, jokes. It's a great time. And then um, they've got Ike's interrogation, where they absolutely pepper the guest with the fan questions that they've taken throughout the week in preparation. So it's a really fun show, particularly if you're really into the guests they have. I recommend it highly, BSI the podcast. The other one is the Shep Messing Daily Cast. And if you don't know anything about Shep Messing, you haven't been around football in America for very long. And if you're on the East Coast and you don't know who Shep Messing is, I think you need to get checked for some sort of uh, dementia. Okay, Uh, Shep, obviously, a retired MLS vet, uh, legend in the NASL, played with Pele. Um, what can I say about Shep messing? Guy's a legend. And he has this show called uh, the Shep Messing Daily Cast. They talk mainly New York Red Bulls, but when the Red Bulls are not playing, it's all global football. Great show. Shep's a great guy. Please subscribe to this show and support, uh, support it. It's really well worth it. So if you're a protector of the Passaic, if you're a soccer fan or even just a sports fan, check out BSI, the podcast, and the Shep Messing Daily Cast. Wherever you get your podcasts, that could be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever. Anyway, look, let's get back to it, shall we? Let's talk Champions League football because today we had a series of matches and events happening that I don't think anybody in their right mind would have predicted the outcome of some of these matches today. And I I want to talk about what I thought was a terrifically exciting match in Group F. This was a must-win Uh, Bruges needed to win this game um, in order to move forward. Lazio needed just a point. And we're talking about Bruges-Lazio. This was at the Stadio Olimpico in Rome. And, uh, I mean, uh, this game started off with Lazio scoring in the 12th, then Bruges equalizing in the 15th. Then Immobile scores a penalty, and it's looking great for Lazio, looking bad for Bruges. In the 76th minute, Van equalizes for Bruges, and Bruges are playing a man down. This game actually had a lot of drama in it, although having the man sent off did not help uh, the situation. But that is how that group ended, Group F. Uh, Borussia Dortmund going through with 13 points, Lazio second with 10 points, uh, Bruges and Zenit exiting the Champions League. Group H was a fascinating group also, because this had two, you know, fairly uninspiring teams in Dinamo Kiev and uh, French Varos, the Hungarian team. Uh, it, it was a group with two powerhouses, Juventus and Barcelona. And if you saw this game today, Juve Juve traveled to Barcelona. The winner of this game would come out on top. And I tell you, we saw one of the most interesting and shocking games of the season as Juve beat Barcelona 3-0 at Camp Nou. A goal, I might add, which has to be, for me, so far, one of the Champions League goals of the season uh, in terms of uh, Winston McKenney's uh, absolute jaw-dropping goal. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. And again, a matchup between Messi and Ronaldo. Ronaldo scoring two penalties, but absolutely terrorizing Barcelona throughout this match. Great stuff. This is a sort of drama, even in a group where basically, you know, the two teams that are going to go out are decided. But this was a clash for uh, for who's going to come out on top. And the odds of Juve coming out on top were slim. I mean, Barca just needed a point here. But they didn't get it. They gave all three to Juve. Juve come out on top. Barcelona going to come out the lowest seed in that group. Then we move along to Group H. Uh... Uh, which I'm still almost speechless about Group H because Man United were playing Red Bull Leipzig and they just needed one point. We had three teams on nine points at the beginning of this of this uh, match day. This was in Leipzig at the Red Bull Arena Man United needed just one point. Now, Leipzig are a decent team, don't get me wrong. They lost in Paris to PSG. That Man United beat Leipzig 5-0 at Old Trafford. And this was sort of the... Let's just say... I would say the saving grace of the season for Man United, but quite honestly, they are—they have improved in the Premier League enormously, but I'm going to talk about that in a second. But what you saw today was what you saw throughout the entire Premier League season, largely this year in Man United, which is that they have had a horrible first half. They went down three goals to nil. Or was it two goals to nil at the half? I forget. I'll look it up while we're, while we're here. I, I did watch the whole match. Yeah, they, they went down uh, two goals. They were two goals to nil. Kluivert scores in the 69th minute to make it 3-0. And then Bruno Fernandes gets a penalty in the 80th. Paul Pogba gets a goal in the 82nd. But unlike what they've been doing in the Premier League, where they've managed to come back in second halves of all these premier league games red bull leipzig weren't having any of it and even though united got close they locked down the door and made them pay for a lackluster and terrible first half performance and as a result manchester united are eliminated from the champions league and will drop down to the europa league and i'm going to make a couple of points here number 1 this was an inevitability waiting to happen. And I, I I'm not saying I'm not saying that I had picked that Man United were not going to win or to go through. What I am saying though is that if you have if you play Russian roulette and you have six chambers in your revolver and you have a bullet in one of them, if you spin that chamber enough, eventually it's gonna blow your brains out. And that is exactly what United have been doing with their season. Whether it's the Champions League, whether it's the Premier League, they have been playing lackluster, they have football, they have not been consistent. Consistency is what wins titles. Consistency is what wins trophies. Under Sir Alex Ferguson, United were consistent. And some years they were consistently brilliant, and some years they were consistently just good, but that was good enough. They are not good enough. They are not consistent enough. And what you saw today in the Champions League, it is just a matter of time, my friends, until you start seeing those same results that have been going their way in the Premier League reverse themselves. Because if you start playing Russian roulette with teams like Red Bull Leipzig... Imagine what happens next week on Saturday if you go down 3-0 to Manchester City at the half. Do you see Manchester United coming back even at Old Trafford? I don't. You can come back at the half from Everton, from West Bromwich Albion, from Southampton, from West Ham. But you can't do that with Red Bull Leipzig. You can't do that with Manchester City. You can't do that with Chelsea, Leicester, Liverpool, Tottenham. You can't do that with any of these teams because they will punish you and punish you royally. And that is exactly what you saw today in the Champions League. So Manchester United are out. And then on the other side of this, we had Paris Saint-Germain playing Istanbul Besheksir. And you'll excuse me if my uh, pronunciation is just horrible. Besheksir. Besheksisir. Anyway, what happened is a foul took place, and the Istanbul assistant coach got very animated with the um, fifth official on the sideline, and uh, the, or was he the fourth official, and when the referee came over to give him a card, he asked the fourth official who it was that was causing the ruckus, and he basically said, the black guy. And... I didn't, I didn't hear this, I, you know, I, I didn't catch it, but this man was terribly offended by this. And a pushing and shouting and arguing match ensued. And Istanbul, in solidarity with their assistant coach, walked off the pitch. Followed by PSG, in solidarity with Istanbul, because no one has time for this crap, Okay. Really? So then they replaced the official, they were going to come back out and play, but at the end of the day they just abandoned the game. So we don't know who won this game, but it doesn't matter per se because we know PSG are got coming out of the group as a Red Bull Leipzig. Look, I just have to say I am so fed up with this culture that we have globally where this t- – where this is acceptable where people it's terrible can we just get on with life and judge people for who they are and not where they come from or what the color of their skin is or who they choose to spend their time with this is ludicrous folks we are grown ups not children let's act like it all right i have to go to break i'll be right back after this Sex and drugs and rock and roll Is all my brain and body need Sex and drugs and rock and roll World Soccer Radio presented by BetOnline.ag Little Ian Drury and the Blockheads Sex and drugs and rock and roll I think we're all waiting eagerly For when we can get back to (laughs) Life's mission, Ian Drury style Of sex and drugs and rock and roll well, we have got back to the Champions League, and I hope you have enjoyed uh, or are enjoying the show and will make me a regular part of your week because I'm with you every Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM and the American Forces Network. By the way, then again at midnight on Sports Overnight America and 3 a.m. That's 3 a.m. Eastern time. If you've been up all night partying and you want to hear the dulcet tones of my voice and my dry wit and sarcasm, well, which I know you do, then tune in. You get two opportunities a day. And if you miss any of it, don't worry about it, because you can check us out on the podcast at the Believe Podcast Network. Well, tomorrow in the Champions League, we have Group A, B, C, and D. So let's break down who's playing what. In Group A, we've got the energy drinks again going at it. Today, we had Red Bull Leipzig. Tomorrow, we've got Red Bull Salzburg. are playing Atletico Madrid. Now in this, and also Bayern Munich are playing Lokomotiv Moscow. So those are the two groups in Group A. Let me put this to you uh, succinctly and in a way that is nice and simple in terms of where all the groups are here so uh, we don't have to waste too much time on matches that don't really mean all that much. Group A, Bayern Munich are through. They've won the group. But now we have a possibility with Red Bull Salzburg, uh, and again, remember, this is a team that's coached by an American, Jesse Marsh, going to come up against Diego Simeone's Atletico Madrid at home. If Salzburg win, guess what? They go through the first time ever they'll go through to the round of 16. Atleti, though, they only need one point to advance. And they have pretty much been a draw factory in this group. And Salzburg are a good team. Don't underestimate them. Lokomotiv Moscow, traveling, even though they're not a good team, traveling is is awful for Lokomotiv Moscow. Uh, Atleti, their loss, their one loss came... Uh, at a thumping at the hands of uh, Bayern Munich at the uh, in in Munich early on. I think that was match day one, if I'm not mistaken. But since then, they beat Salzburg at home. They drew uh, Locomotive Moscow 1-1 away in Russia, which is quite frankly a good result. They drew him again at home, which was a surprise result. But then they drew Bayern Munich 1-1. Uh, at the um, uh, Estadio Metropolitano at Madrid in the last match day, So I, I think for me, <coughs> excuse me, I like Atleti to go through in this game. I think they will get a point. I think they will continue to be the draw specialist. Again, they've only lost one goal on the, in the group in five games, that to Bayern Munich. If you take the three, five goals, or was it five four goals they conceded to Bayern Munich out, it means they are conceding less than a goal a game and uh, the problem quite frankly that atletico have is that they're just not con- they're not really scoring goals whereas salzburg are putting a lot of goals in the net but they are conceding a- an enormous quantity of goals i don't think salzburg has a defense period so let's take a look at the odds makers on this game i'm going to actually say this is likely to be I'm going to take a Atletico Madrid win away. And right now, there's plus money on that, courtesy of betonline.ag. They are plus 128. It's not going to be a high-scoring game. I would take the under. The under is minus 105. So I would take the under. I would take Atletico plus 128 on the money line. All right. The next match in this group is meaningless, which is Bayern Munich versus Lokomotiv Moscow. Uh, who cares? Who cares? Moscow might actually get a point out of this because I don't know who Bayern Munich are going to play. If you want a little speculative speculative bet, uh, put plus 500 on the draw only because Bayern Munich do not need this. They are in absolutely no danger of losing their seeded departure from the group coming out top. So I, would, I don't know what, what lineup they're going to play. But then the question is, is Bayern Munich's kiddie lineup that they have that they have already registered for the Champions League, enough to beat Locomotive Moscow? In Germany? Yeah, probably. So if you're going to speculate on that, let's put a little teeny-weeny little Betsy on that. Not too much, okay? Because uh, the chances are that Bayern Munich going to win that game. And at minus 372, almost no reason to bet that. All right, let's move to Group B, because this is the most exciting group so far. Because in Group B, we've got My friend Bob's team, Borussia Mönchengladbach, Shakhtar Donetsk, Real Madrid, and Inter. All four teams can still qualify. Because Shakhtar's two wins against Real Madrid has created absolute havoc in this group. And keep in mind, Real have never failed to qualify from the group stage of the Champions League. But at this point... It's going to be Madrid or it's going to be Borussia München Gladbach that's going to go through. Simple, plain and simple. Uh, Inter Milan have to beat Shakhtar if they have a, a hope of advancing. Um, and then they hope that Madrid München Gladbach isn't a draw. So nobody's actually qualified. All four teams are in the hunt here. The final game is Real Madrid, Borussia Gladbach, Inter Milan, Shakhtar. Let's take a look at the odds, shall we, on this one? If I can find them here. Here we go. Again, all these odds are courtesy of betonline.ag. This is going to be a great group to watch. I will tell you, uh, in Madrid, Real Madrid are the prohibitive favorites at minus 139. but Real Madrid are 2-1 and 2 in this group. They have conceded 9 goals. Borussia Mönchengladbach are +330. They are 2-2 two, two, and 1. They've scored 16 goals in this group. And again, a group with Shakhtar, Madrid and Inter. And they've conceded the fewest goals. So they scored the most. They've conceded the fewest. I am going to go out on a limb here, folks. I don't like Real Madrid. There's a lot about this team I do not like. I'm going to take Borussia Mönchengladbach. And right now, you get a plus 330. And this is uh, a call for my friend Bob. Because I know Bob is eagerly looking at this group. This is an. This is probably the most exciting group. Obviously, today we had crazy times, as I mentioned in the last uh, segment with Man United. But this group, absolutely nuts. Any one of these teams can go through. But I like Munchen Gladbach for the win, and then we'll have to see what happens with Inter Shakhtar. Okay, next group up is uh, not so exciting. Oh, let's give you the Inter Shakhtar. Odds: Inter are prohibitive favourites at minus 3.45. Shakhtar at plus 7.75. Inter have been really quite awful, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, they did beat, uh, as you mentioned, gladbach 3-2. At Borussia mm-hmm. Park, which was the shocker result, but they lost 2-0 to Madrid. They lost 3-2 to Madrid before then. There was nil-nil with Shakhtar. And it was 2-2 with Mönchengladbach. I actually like Inter for this game. I think they're going to win it at minus 345. So there you have it. I would take Inter Milan. But not a lot of value there. Let's move on to the next group, shall we? Uh, we did the Inter. This uh, is not that exciting of a group. And I know we're r- are we running out of time here, guys. Let's take a look here. Ooh, i got about four minutes. Not a lot, really, to give a, a knob about in this group. Uh, group C, City have already won the group, Porto will finish second, uh, it's really just Marseille and Olympiacos battling it out for third, and who's going to qualify for the Euro- Europa League, because they both have three points, and and both these teams are rubbish, I, I'll be quite honest with you, I mean, Olymp- Olympic Marseille is a crap team of epic proportions, I would go with Olympiacos in this, because I think they are slightly less crap. So um Olympiacos are the favorites at minus 118 uh Port uh Olympiacos are playing Porto uh, no I would not take uh yeah take Olympiakos at minus 118 and I would take um on the other side Marseille obviously not going to win so I wouldn't touch that one with a 10 foot 10 foot pole on the other side we are down here we we still have um Atalanta and Ajax in the hunt for a spot in Group D. We've got Liverpool on top with 12 points. They're through. We've got Atalanta. We've got Ajax. And that's just a straight showdown at this point. It's, it's whoever wins uh, is going to join them. A draw. Atlanta can get a draw and go through. And then that would send Ajax to the Champions League. Let's take a look at, pardon me, to the Europa League. See, I'm getting crazy today. Um, Ajax, our favourites at plus 128. Atlanta, Atlanta plus 196. And remember, last season, Atlanta were the shock of the Premier League. And Ajax went really far in the Premier League last season. they losing to Tottenham Hotspur, I want to say. But in this case, I have to think Ajax are going to win this game. I would take Ajax at plus 128. Got to love the plus money. If Ajax win, that would take them to 10 points. And that would put Atalanta into the Europa League. And that is my prediction. That's pretty much what I think is going to happen. So I'm going to go ahead and notate that one. Make sure I have all these. Oh, we have Man City, Marseille as well. I'm not even going to bet that one. I, I don't think that's that's worthwhile, right? Um, so I said Ajax at plus 120. Otherwise, Midland, Liverpool... Um, I suppose you could take Liverpool at minus 103. Jurgen Klopp will no doubt play as many kids as he can because he's got a big big, uh, Premier League match coming up this weekend and uh, doesn't need this. They come out on top regardless. I always hate betting on these games. I'd actually probably pass on this game, uh, as I would pass on the Man City-Marseille game. Uh, That's just, you know... uh, Look, Man City will beat Marseille because they're crap, but at minus 324, what's the point? So let's recap my picks. Ajax, Atalanta, I'm going to pick Ajax. Midland, Liverpool, I'm going to take Liverpool. Bayern Munich, Lokomotiv, Moscow, I'm going for the draw. Red Bull, Salzburg, Atletico, I'm saying take Atletico and the under. Inter Milan, Shakhtar, I'm saying take Inter at minus 345. Real Madrid, Borussia Gladbach. the game of the day tomorrow. If there's one game you watch, this needs to be it. I'm saying take uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach plus 330 away in Madrid for a shocker. Absolute shocker of a result, but that's what I'm saying. Man City, Marseille in Manchester um, at the Etihad. I'm going to go with Manchester City at minus 324. And Olympiacos Porto. I said Olympiacos at minus 118, but I, I'm not going to bet that one. I'm just going to skip that one. I have no clue. I mean, the Olympiacos don't have a shot to go through. doesn't make a difference, really. All right, those are my picks. All the odds are courtesy of betonline.ag. Uh, I have to go to break, and I'll be right back to wrap it up here on World Soccer Radio. I tell you what i love days like today where the football is fast and furious and the matches come one after the other and there's a smorgasbord of matches that you can watch on cbs interactive you can watch every you can watch the one you want live you can go back and watch replays and then you have all the drama of the uh, psg istanbul game you have the drama of man united getting eliminated from the Champions League, we're setting up tomorrow for the game of the Champions League so far. Uh, I think there's no, de- no denying it. In Madrid, Borussia Gladbach traveling to Spain to play Real Madrid for literally all the marbles here in this group stage. The drama comes fast and furious. It is the Champions League. It really is football at its highest level. Of course, we have those games tomorrow. I'll be back on the air with you tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern on Sports Overnight America. I'm am on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM, as well as IR Radio. Tune in the award winning Sirius XM app and the Believe Podcast Network. If you miss any part of the show, get the podcast. And I'll be back tomorrow. We're going to sort of wrap up everything and look at the group stages as complete see possibly who could play who it's really fun love it great stuff and then do not fear we are getting into the premier league again for the weekend isn't that exciting and there are some mouth watering matchups coming in the premier league including everton hosting chelsea which should be a, a really good match man united uh, playing Uh, Manchester City for clearly what is the match of the weekend on Saturday, a huge Manchester derby. And I remember when those were so ill-tempered, you didn't want to go anywhere near them. I think they're not quite nearly as bad uh, as they are. I mean, I think they're a lot better now than they were back then, Uh, especially now because there's no fans in the stadium. But uh, you, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, all sorts of great stuff to talk about in the Premier League as we come to the end of the year. And uh, all right, it's so exciting. I'm just having so much fun. All right, folks, I will be back on the air with you tomorrow. World Soccer Radio, find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber. Till then, have a great night. Enjoy the football tomorrow.